heard on Spotify Green Room. First. Everyone, my name is Lauren Simmons, and welcome to the show Money Moves, uh, where this is on Spotify Green Room every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today's topic is faking it until you make it, and I have to read a little disclaimer. Any discussion we have in this room does not constitute professional or financial advice. It's merely my opinions on what I think will work for you based on my experiences and research. Um, we are going to have a great conversation today. Today's topic is fun, and it's really going to test how far it's too far when we are faking it till we make it. What I will say first off, everyone deserves to have big dreams and big ideas. You can't achieve anything if you don't have big dreams and ideas or even a little ambitious. However, there is a point where you cross the line and today we will unlock that. <laughs> How many of you have told a white lie and put down a friend or a family member as a reference when you were looking for a job? I know I have. Some could say that that's morally wrong. I say it's getting ahead, especially when I was younger and I was looking for my first job and I needed references. It was a catch-22 and I would tell, you know, my mom and change her name and say that I worked for a company. Um, I actually did work for my grandparents' deli when I was younger and used them as references before I got my first job as a lifeguard. Um, or even how many of you have bought clothes to wear at an event to return the very next day? There have been entire businesses that were created because people were in the business of essentially renting outfits. We have all read the fire Festival and the effects of that. Um, we have also, uh, you know, and those who have not read it, I, I strongly encourage you to go watch the documentary. It's, it's pretty darn good. Um, but I think when we see things happen in media, people being highlighted for going too far, Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio. He was a pilot, a lawyer, a doctor. Um, and, you know, even with the fire Festival, you know, he, he was a little ambitious and maybe slightly delusional. And the most recent one that is played out in the media is with Carlos Watson, the CEO of Aussie Media. And all of these different situations, I honestly think, and as crazy as it might sound, are rooted with good intentions. Um, we can see that, you know, each of these individuals were looking to seek out, you know, a higher status and be able to, you know, get to a certain level in their career. I think with Aussie Media, why it's so interesting Um is because Carlos was inflating his numbers, particularly how much revenue he was making so that he could get additional money from investors to continue to grow his business. And um, we've seen this play out with other people such as Trump and the various businesses that he's had. Um, and I actually have an example of, so I recently had a friend, I, I went out to lunch with her and I can kind of empathize for, for Carlos or, or some of these people that are inflating their numbers, which by no means I'm saying you should inflate your numbers. But um, I have a friend who's an investor that told me the other day, um, 
while we were at lunch that she really feels for companies that that pitch her, right? They'll pitch for $2,000 and she feels bad because there are other companies who are asking for $5 million, $5 million to be invested in their companies to be able to grow their business. And she feels more inclined to help the companies asking for $5 million versus $2,000, which to me blows my mind. Like it blew my mind that day, it blows my mind to say it on this, this conversation today. And um, so I understand the relevancy on why he would do it or why individuals will do it. Um, but, but flat out what he did is bad. Impersonating a person is legally wrong. He crossed the line. He crossed the line when he was dishonest. But I'm curious for any of you that have followed the story, where do you think he crossed the line? Are you guys familiar with the, the Aussie media story at all? I'm, I'm just, you know, just picking y'all's brains. Um, but I think for any for anyone, everything is grounded in trust. And once that's broken, there's really no going back. Numbers don't lie. People do. But um, saying you're trying to move ahead in your career or getting the circles that you didn't have access to before um, People will fake it till they make it a little bit, which for those of you that don't know, fake it till you make it is actually a psychology term and uses a bit of manifesting and knowing that words have power. Um, Whatever you think about most, you will attract. The reality is that if you hate people, you will attract those same people to be in your life. If you want to get out of the habit of hating people, then you have to do something different. I think a really good book, I mean, I've, I've read a lot of manifestation books, a lot of law of attraction books. Um, I, I don't know if I, I believe in law of attraction, but I think it definitely is gimmicky in the way that um, it's being sold to the masses. But there is, there is power and truth with the law of attraction. Um, but a really good book that I've read is Napoleon Hill's uh, book, Success Through Positive Attitude which I think is a good book if anyone has time to read or even listen to an audiobook. But essentially, it's all about act as if you already have it. And honestly, I personally think that faking, to, faking it till we make it a little bit more can be beneficial to us in so many extraordinary ways. For example, when I think about the gender pay gap, men are always more willing to apply for jobs that they aren't qualified for versus women, which is why we will find men having more higher paid jobs. There is a pro to faking it till you make it, and it doesn't always have to be um, in dishonesty. And even if, and, and kind of back to like men, and even if men were applying to the same jobs as, you know, women, they always ask for higher salaries, even if they never had the salary that they asked for. There is something about having that ease and that confidence. And studies have shown like eight out of, t- eight out of 10 times, men will get what they ask for um, when it comes to their salary. Um, but I'm curious, like, have you all ever, you know, kind of faked it to you, make it, made it in, in whatever avenue that is? Um, I think Marco wants to speak, so I'm going to bring him on stage to speak. One second. Hey, Marco. Hey, Lauren. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great, thanks. It's my first time here, so I'm not sure what the format is. Like, are we like 
talking about our lives or are we defending a point or yeah talking about your lives having a good example like have you ever faked it till you made it or have you used that to help benefit you in some kind of way um well i personally don't think that faking it till you make it is a, is a necessarily good thing because as you said it it could be you know it could be something uh it could be a, a way to be dishonest towards other people and i think that because of that it shouldn't be uh considered as a good thing uh but if you i think that you know for example when you for example someone who rents a car that is very exp- expensive a car that that person wouldn't be uh able to buy I don't think that's being dishonest. I just think that's portraying something, but it's not necessarily lying or being dishonest. But I think that when you come to the point where you're lying, uh, I don't think that's a good thing. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I mean, and that that's why I said earlier, I think there is a way to fake it till you make it and to have like more confidence and to, you know, evoke, um, not a different persona, but a better persona of yourself, whether it's, um, you know, rooted in, in confidence, holding your head high, et cetera, et cetera. Like there's a lot of, um, psychology and, um, sociology, so, so, uh, linked behind faking it till you make it, but never am I a proponent of like being dishonest. Cause I think once, once you're dishonest, then you have crossed the line that, it's really hard to go back. But even the example that I just gave with like the gender pay gap, like men being able to um, apply to, to the same jobs as women or not even the same jobs apply to jobs that they have no background, no skills in versus women who often will not. I mean, that is a, a essentially a form of faking it till you make it because you're applying for, for a job that you don't have skills in um, which I've done. Like I, I was a trader on the floor and applying for a position at the New York Stock Exchange. I had no background in finance and I said all these things up front and I still um, got the job. Like I, I was confident enough to still apply for the job. So I do think that there are advantages uh, to doing so, but always rooted um, in honesty, I think is the best yeah. way to go. Well, in that case, you wouldn't be lying, right? Because You're just being overly confident. So there's nothing dishonest about being overly confident and saying, oh, I want to be paid 50% more just because I think I should be earning that. And I think yeah. Being overly confident is a good thing for sure. But, you know, that doesn't mean you're being dishonest in, in any way. Yeah. Have you, um, do you believe in manifestation? Do you manifest anything in your life? So I think, I think that, uh, I would say yes. And yes. I think that the 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 best way to think about it would be to because all that all that um all that sphere of um manifestation and, and uh, law law of attraction, all that is mm-hmm. me how I see it is basically faking it to you'll make it but to yourself only. So mm-hmm. you're kind of believing you're kind of brain, uh, brainwashing yourself to believe that you're someone that you're not and Ironically, I think that's beneficial. Like it's it's a very practical practical thing to do to actually push you psychologically to be closer to your actual uh, goal or whatever you want to become or to get. You know. 
So I think no. faking it to you, faking it, mm -hmm. you make it to yourself is definitely a good, a good strategy. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, anyone else in the chat box? Have you guys, have you guys ever, you know, used manifestation or like faking it till you make it to get ahead in your career, to meet new friends, to have a new apartment, have a, you know, a new relationship? I'm, I'm just curious on how many of you all, you know, in the room uh, believe in law of attraction and kind of manifesting whatever life you want um, from a psychological. Oh, Cora wants to speak. One second. Hey, can everyone hear me? Hi, yeah. Hi, Cora. Hi, Lauren. Um, coming on. Yeah, of course. I was um, I was just typing something in the chat box. Um, I think I definitely do believe in manifestation. It's almost like the idea, um, not kind of as gimmicky as, you know, the law of attraction, like, oh, act as if you already have it, but more so, you know, your reality, the things in your life are going to be the things that you constantly think about. So if you're constantly thinking, to yourself internally, oh, I'm never going to get this. I'm never going to achieve that. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever that is going to unconsciously, I think, play out in your day-to-day -day attitude, um, your responses to things, etc. And I think the interesting thing about the phrase, fake it till you make it to me, is mm -hmm. I think a little bit what you guys were just talking about in that um, it requires this confidence, but Part of that is, you know, you could feel petrified on the inside, you know, quote unquote, faking it. But how you how you play it off, your demeanor um, mm -hmm. and kind of how you sell yourself, um, as long as you're not being dishonest. I think that is an interesting approach. That's how I kind of think. No, and, and I I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I definitely think your body language um how it's carried out is how people will perceive you. And even from like a psychological standpoint, they always tell people, um, which there's truth. Like if, if you guys actually want to try while we're on this, you know, talking right now, but if you're having a crappy day, right. They say, you know, smile at yourself in the mirror or laugh, just start fake laughing until you really laugh and it can instantaneously boost your mood. And so while faking it till you make it definitely has a lot of um, negatives to it, I do think that there is positive. And the positive is usually in your behaviors and things that you can absolutely change for yourself. Um, it, you know, you can learn to be more confident and confidence in a room will make you stand out. You can speak up a little bit more and appear extrovert. I don't believe I don't believe you can be an extrovert and then change to an introvert or vice versa. But I do think that your behaviors and your habits can help, you know, change how you present yourself in a room um, versus just a flat out lie saying like, oh, I speak seven languages when you only speak one. Like you can't lie about your skills. It'll only hurt you in the long run because others won't trust you. Um, but uh, no, I, I definitely agree what what you what you're saying there. Um, and I and I also believe that even if you have the confidence, right, to be in a room with people and even if you're faking the confidence, that doesn't necessarily make you more smart or that you have anything additional to add to the conversation. But just on appearance alone, people will be more inclined to engage in a conversation with you. Um, but you do have to learn how to learn and develop those skills so that you can actually be able to, to talk the talk. Um, and you, you know, you don't have to be in a room with people to, to see that happen. You can, um, you, 
again, kind of just back to like smiling and fake laughing until you're really laughing. Like you can see that that can change uh, instantly your mood and um, how you carry yourself in any kind of space. So thank you. Um, I, sorry, there's a lot of chatting in the chat box. So I'm trying to see what's going on. Um, I think it crosses fly by me slow. I think it crosses the line when your behavior or action affects others negatively. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, but there is a counter to faking it till you make it. And study shows that, that the more that you fake it till you make it, it can actually lead to higher rates of imposter syndrome. So I'm curious if any of you in the room, um, have you guys ever experienced imposter syndrome? And do you think the imposter syndrome came because you, you essentially faked it till you make it? I can say from personal experience, I honestly think most people, I don't even have to say honestly, I think there is some statistics and data out there that most people will experience imposter syndrome at some point in their lives. Um, And I think it's nice to have a tribe and a community around you when those moments happen or licensed professionals to walk through when things arise. Um, I just actually did a quick Google search and it says, in fact, seven out of 10 people do deal with imposter syndrome. And, uh, and this is an article from Psychology Today. It's often high achievers, perfectionists who are most likely to feel like frauds. Um, Marco, Cora, you guys are still on stage. Have you guys ever dealt with um, imposter syndrome ever? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. Um, I mean, it feels like almost every day. It's, I feel like it's one of, you know, what you just read. It's, you know, high achievers, people who, who are excelling and they do good. And I mean, me specifically, I mean, between like performance reviews and certifications and, you know, passing all of them and, you know, getting great performance reviews, you know, it's still hard to, you know, you get a new challenge at work, say, and it's maybe something you've never done before and you tell yourself you're going to do it and you agree to it, you know, with your boss and, you know, you have this little moment of fear and kind of, uh, you know, doubt, you know, creeping into your subconscious, you know, oh my gosh, like, can I do this? Like, what am I signing up for? What am I doing? Um, It can just feel, I don't know. It is, I think that's interesting that, you know, you mentioned it's normally those people who are high achievers. It's like this, this unnecessary self-doubt. Yeah. And how do you usually work through that? I mean, is it doing a power pose in the mirror or (laughs) talk to your friends and, how do you get through it? Uh, sometimes I talk to my friends, family. Um, other times I really just try and usually it's problem solving and kind of like strategic work, but just tackle it, you know, with the framework that, you know, I know how and, you know, what I've used in the past, even if it's an, an issue or a project or, you know, subject matter I haven't worked on before. And, you know, I ask for help from, you know, people who are smarter than me if I, mm-hmm. if I need it, right? Like my managers, coworkers, people in other departments, um, you know, reaching out and asking for help is usually the best way uh, whenever I feel like I'm hitting. Yeah, no, I agree. I think for me, I think the first time maybe I've experienced imposter syndrome, but I think distinctively it was probably right before the pandemic had happened. And um, I just felt like I wasn't good enough or people would find out like, She's not as smart and and I have very open conversations with my mom um, and I'm always like my biggest fear and I probably shouldn't speak this into existence. It's like, oh my goodness, people are going to like figure out that I'm not that smart. I'm not that intelligent. And I don't know where that comes from. Maybe it's being in a such a male dominated space and 
men having to talk down and sometimes mansplain and like messes with your mind. But um, I remember distinctively going through that and, and having to um, not get validations from, from other people, but really just talk through and strategize why my brain was kind of going like spiral, spiraling down and, and not thinking that, you know, I belonged exactly where I was meant to be. Um, which is why, you know, a great support system like friends and family can be really helpful, um, especially in those moments where you are like taking the next step in your uh, career or again, it doesn't always have to manifest itself just in the business world. It can manifest your, in, in the home world and, and re- in your, you know, romantic uh, relationships and, you know, it, it comes out in ugly ways, but I think, yeah, the more that you lean on support and, and are able to be open and vulnerable and honest about, you know, where your mind is taking you. Um, it definitely helps for the better. Yeah. I think a big part of it, especially, you know, as you continue to progress in, you know, your career or friendships, personal life, whatever, is this feel of like fear of failure or like embarrassment. Mm. Like the last thing you want, you know, I feel like, you know, maybe someone calling you out is like, oh, they're not as smart as they say they are. You know, when you're earlier on in your career, like that's okay. That's a mistake. People learn. But, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the line, the last thing you want to be <laughs> called out for, you know, up, you know, hopefully up farther in the ranks is, you know, something like that. It's, it's the more, I think the more exposure and the higher degree of, um, I don't know, like, like um, visibility into maybe some sort of failure or embarrassment can be. Yeah. And I think it's also, I mean, and I've said this and sometimes you have to like hear yourself say something and really digest it, but it's like being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I think Ping in the, in the uh, chat box, she said it so well, feeling more comfortable with failure and understanding that failure is not my identity um, has helped her move, move from imposter syndrome. But I think that like anyone could take that advice. And I, I just love that you said that Ping in the chat box. Um, and yeah, failure is, is not my identity. And, and even like using like great affirmations, like I am worthy, like I'm worthy of whatever it is that you're achieving in your life. And um, I think during the pandemic specifically, whether it was imposter syndrome or just the weight of the world with all the madness that was going on, still, I guess, going on um, and being isolated, uh, you know, for me to be able to get out of the imposter syndrome or like being in that, again, that negative headspace is like saying those words of affirmations. And, um, and, and I would literally go on hikes and runs, you know, just saying, I am worthy. I'm worthy of my career. I'm worthy of abundance. I'm worthy for all the success that I'm like attracting into my life and like feeling good about that instead of, um, letting my mind spiral and, and, and just be in a space of like, I'm not, because I do believe that everything, you're exactly where you're meant to be at all times, good, bad, and different. And, um, and regardless of where you're at, you are at at this moment, like there are definitely um, ways to be grateful. And so in, another practice for me when I'm kind of in this headspace is like having a gratitude notebook where I'm, I'm writing down, um, you know, things that I'm grateful for, but also, um, if it's not a gratitude book, it's, 
being present and um, acknowledging your accomplishments. Because I think sometimes, especially if you're a high achiever, you don't realize the strides or the accomplishments that you've made. And sometimes you kind of just have to like sit down and, and say, yeah, I, I, that was me. I did it. And like boost yourself up because um, I don't think we often realize um, where we're at because sometimes, especially if you're a high achiever, you just, you're just, checking off things off a checkbox and not even like really breathing in some of uh, the great accomplishments that you have had. But yeah. um, So yeah, I I definitely think that that is great. Um, I think the other thing that I think is really helpful for people that are going through imposter syndrome is also comparing yourself. For me, that has always been a big one, which is one of the reasons why I kind of, I talk about this on Mind, Body, Wealth, my podcast, but why I'm not on social media so much. I have, um, I grew up in Georgia and have had a lot of friends that now are like in the NFL and play professional basketball and so on and so forth. And um, I, I think someone else wants to come on stage to speak. So one second, oh, maybe not, but I, um, to, to see these young men have these, you know, very successful careers at, you know, straight out of college and making these seven figure salaries, it really messed with my head. Um, especially cause these were people that I graduated high school. And for me, while I'm so excited for them, um, I know my brain, it, it likes to compare. So I think one of the ways it's like, stop comparing yourself to others, uh, can definitely help with, um, getting out of your head. Do you guys have any other ways in the chat box that you guys get over imposter syndrome or anybody else want to come up and speak on how they've kind of gone through it? Um, if not, um, and then again, kind of just back to the self, self-doubt. self It can manifest in ugly ways and it can diminish your confidence and it can make you feel like you can't get ahead. Um, it can make you timid about asking for a higher pay and so much more. So honestly, if it means smiling when you're sad and doing a power pose in front of a mirror or faking it just a little till you get ahead, you know, I definitely encourage everyone to to do that. But to also but to always stand in truth, authenticity, and being honest. And I think if you can do that, then it really, you know, sets the ground and foundation for you to be able to achieve anything. I do think some of these stories with Carlos and fire festival, um, you know, they have these big ideas, but I think, you know, being rooted in and being authentic and honest goes a, goes a very long way. I really do. Um, let's see what else is in the chat box. I love affirmations. I use them from time to time, but I noticed they would cure the symptom and not the system. Very interesting. So I will constantly ask myself, why am I feeling this, feeling this way? And where is it coming from to make the necessary adjustments in your life? Yeah. I mean, I do believe having self check-ins and and really um, acknowledging what's going on in your life is really helpful. Um, It's not just about getting in a mirror and saying affirmations, which, which can boost and can definitely help, but I think it'll, it'll keep raising you, raising you until like you plateau, Um, and so it is like having those diagnostic, um, conversations of how do I cure 
how do I actually really repair, fix the problem that's at hand without, you know, just giving an affirmation, which um, are definitely two different things, but can obviously be very helpful. Um, So, yeah, um, I'm just trying to think. I think we uh, covered so much more than I thought we would. Um, but yeah, self-doubt, stop comparing yourself, um, express gratitude for milestones that you've achieved. Um, yeah, if there are any others, please, uh, please, uh, jump in. But I think that otherwise, I mean, I, I think that that is, that was going to be my, my end of question. Like, how do you deal with your imposter syndrome? So, um, Thank you all for jumping in. Thank you, Cora, for the conversation and Marco and everyone in the chat box listening today. Um, Before we leave the room, I just want to remind you guys, every Wednesday, Money Moves is right here on Spotify Green Room every Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. And if you miss the live room, you can catch up. Very easy. Just open the Spotify app, search for my podcast, Mind, Body, Wealth on Spotify and start listening. And we will see you hopefully next Wednesday. If not, I will make an announcement on my Instagram. Um, But in the meantime, don't forget to follow my podcast, Mind, Body, Wealth for free on Spotify. And I will talk to you guys very, very soon. Thank you all for the conversation.